0: a little tighter on you than what you've custom seen the last couple of weeks not really that's why you think
1: you only got basically two targets because mm-hmm. it was raining i think um i think because it was raining you know we, we didn't throw the ball um downfield how we usually do
0: welcome to the fantasy football diagnostics podcast where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football whether it's season-long leagues, Dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, this is episode 41. Once again, I'm John June, got my guy Greg Pederman. Week 12 recap. Greg, what's good,
1: man? Week 12, it's over. Uh, well, not over yet. We got, still got to see my man Lamar, uh, the MVP uh, so far in this league with Russell, but uh yeah, it was, it was a good week, you know, Last uh, this coming week, good for my fantasy teams. Uh, hopefully the same for the people out there, so uh, let's get right to it.
0: Yeah, man, so it's it's Monday, or, well, you guys will hear this on Tuesday, but as we always do, we had to recap the games, the top performances, um, you know, see who those studs were, see who those Jags were, the guys that were just the guys, um, worse than what you could have picked up off the waiver wire, um, but a little change in the schedule f- uh, for – this week is Thanksgiving week, obviously, as we know. Yeah. Um. So we've got three games on Thursday. Isn't Thanksgiving your favorite holiday? I mean, it's, I know it's mine. I'm,
1: uh. It's
0: like, where does this rank in terms of holidays? For
1: it's, it's definitely close to if it's Christmas. Uh, I really do love Christmas. Christmas I'm a yeah. homer. Yeah. I mean, I, nah, I hear yeah, that, man. It's, it's just... Nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for me, Thanksgiving is my definitely number one. Three favorite things all in one day. Family, food, football... Wrapped in one day. Uh, it's, it's, I, just, I just love it. I think that's why but I like
1: Christmas, because you just sub football for basketball for Christmas.
0: That's that's actually true. I can yep. see that then. Yeah. I, that makes so complete sense. Yeah. You know, your hashtag, Ball is Life. Yeah, Ball
1: is Life, you already know.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but no. So, uh, as we know, there's three games on Thursday. You got the 1230 game, then you got the 430 game, then you got the 830 game. It's going to be great. It's going to be lovely. So, we have to make sure... Uh, if you got anybody from those games, Chicago, Detroit, uh, Buffalo, Dallas, and then New, New Orleans and Atlanta. So uh, be tuned in with us because uh, we'll break down this matchup. We'll release an episode on Wednesday, uh, not our usual Thursday episode. So we'll release that one on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that one on the feed. Um, and then we'll cover the, the, the matchups like we usually do on, on uh, Saturday morning. So be on the lookout for that. But enough of the clerical stuff. Let's jump right into the top performances, man. And, and um, the, the number one quarterback on the week when we start the quarterback position—that's uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just writing him in here. Just assume he's gonna be in it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm just Lamar is not the number one quarterback. Obviously, he hasn't he hasn't played yet at the time of this recording. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill—he was the number one quarterback on the week. 14 of 18, 259 yards. Two touchdowns, added to uh forty rushing yards with two additional rushing touchdowns. Did lose a fumble though. But Greg, what did you make of this performance? Yeah, this 32. game two point three six Fanduel points for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, this is
1: crazy. This game uh definitely couldn't didn't call um Ryan Tannehill just lit up this Jaguars defense uh all around it was got in the, you know the end zone twice with his legs uh didn't even get a lot of passing yards but uh, just thrived with that if he gives you the safe floor with the rushing, um, you don't expect this from Ryan Tannehill. I know he can move, but like, this is a pretty good, uh, uh, floor from him for his rushing ability. So this is good, good, uh, good day.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, he's a, he's a former college wide receiver. Okay. Um, So, you know, the athleticism's in the profile. Um, you knew he could move obviously, but to see, um, you know, him do it so often in this offense, that's obviously a boom for his fantasy, his fantasy production. Um, I'm just pulling up the finishes for Ryan Tannehill, man. This dude has been money. I mean, we talked Yeah, about everything that you into need. This, going into this matchup, um, you know, we kind of talked about Ryan Tannehill. We said, you know, you could start him, but, you know, don't go out of your way to start him. Um, but maybe you should have because he's finished yeah. just the QB1 on the week. But his finishes since taken over for for the uh, Tennessee Titans. 13-11-5-11 and currently since is the QB1. This week, so you know, if you picked up Brian Tanner, I know he's still available. I mean, the playoff matchup is even better for him. You oh know, he's yeah, he's definitely Houston and Oakland.
1: Yeah, he's definitely uh, out out there. He's only on rostered in twenty six percent because you know I already got him on this waiver pile list.
0: I whew, yeah, man. Man. all right. So we'll jump we'll jump to him. Uh, obviously, when we get back to the waiver section because we definitely know he's available. Uh, somebody who. Should maybe still be available. Hopefully he's not, because maybe you started him this week. That would be my QB start of the week. Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. man went 20 of 29, 315 yards, two passing touchdowns. Also added an additional rushing touchdown with 16 yards. That was good for 28.2 Fanduel points. Greg, what'd you make of this performance?
1: Oh uh, man, Sam, I am. You know, we 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 saw this as a good matchup. We saw this as a popular sc- uh, streaming option. But uh, yeah, this is what we expect for uh, Sam that it's in. He's in good matchups. Uh, you know, this is something that you can ex- get from him going forward. He's got uh, good matchups going forward in the next two weeks since he's in Miami. So you got to keep rolling him out there.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, obviously, this was a good matchup. Um, he's definitely more comfortable in this offense. I mean, he's got an offensive line, uh, offensive line back healthy. So you know, to see him do this against this Oakland secondary, not surprised, but. I did not see QB2 on the week. I definitely saw a top five in the outlook when I was looking at the matchups and things like that. But uh, QB2, that's definitely better than I thought. I was hoping he'd get the QB1 performance because it would have been lovely. Started that. Like yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> matchups against Miami and Cincinnati uh, definitely uh, start them. But after that, it gets bleak because he's got matchups against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's so tough after that. not looking to start him there. Yeah. But um, someone who's just been. Added every week, man, Jameis Winston, bro. He's 18 of 28, 313 yards, three touchdowns, th- added 38 rushing yards with the with the usual two interceptions. That was good for 26.32 <laughs> FanDuel points. Greg, what do we make of Jameis Winston finishing as the QB3 on the week?
1: This man, if he just cut his intos by like 20%, it could be like in the QB1 to, uh, territory every week. Um, this He still puts up high scoring numbers. This offense throws the ball down the field. I saw an insane stat there. Had like 65 uh, down the field attempts, uh, more than 20 plus yards. That's insane. Uh, we knew this with Bruce Arians. This is what he does. Uh, he's going to be a QB one every week. Uh, and yeah, but you, you got to, you know, don't watch the game. Don't see those interceptions. Uh, he only threw 28 times, which is uh, interesting. So that, that, that number came down a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's 180 for the Eight hundred eighty-four of those yards also went to Chris Godwin, so that's what's up.
0: Oh yeah, man. Well, I mean, obviously we get to Chris Godwin in a second, but um, yeah, dude, Ryan, Jameis Winston here. I mean, the fact that he's he went into this matchup as the QB nine, having already thrown eighteen interceptions man, prior man. to this game, crazy. And Steven starting, um, so obviously he'll he'll vault up the rankings with this performance, finishing as the QB three with but, twenty picks. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's remarkable actually. I mean, it's it. I really like. We're talking about it today. Adam Leftco tweeted out like, "Is Jameis Winston the best worst quarterback of all time, or the worst best quarterback of all time?" Pfft, mind is blown, bro. I have no idea. Yeah, to Answer that question. Still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but the fact that he's able to still put up these QB one performances despite the turnovers, um, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, you know, this just Jameis Winston's last since week three. He's finished. QB4, the QB1, 14, 15, 10, 10, 8, 13 and then today he's finished 3. So um, if you've been starting him since um, you you know you've you've been pretty satisfied yeah, with the performance. Very happy. I, I mean, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't had a, an outing less in that time span. hasn't had an outing less than 17.1. So um, really like and his two his two duds actually kind of look better now that we look back on it. You know, San Fran was week one when he put up 10.1 fantasy points, mm-hmm. and then Carolina week two when he put up 13.2. Um, and we know the two; those are two of the, the top teams against the quarterback position. So, Jameis Winston's season not looking too bad.
1: No, definitely. You, you know, we, we saw this. Bruce Arians definitely helping him out, uh, having faith in them, and, you know, getting the volume of passes down uh, should, you know, help him a little bit. But the turnovers are still always going to be there.
0: Yeah, man. Um,. Alright, rounding out the top ten we got Ryan Fitzpatrick coming coming as a QB four. Baker Mayfield is a QB five. Drew Brees yeah. is the Q B six. Kyle Allen as the QB seven. Mitch Trubisky, my QB streamer of the week, is coming in as the Q B eight. Josh Allen is the QB nine. And then Deshaun Watson coming in as the QB ten. Uh any performances stuck out to you positively this week, Greg? Uh
1: yeah, I like Baker. He's been on a roll. Um, you know, I think since since he's got a little humbled, he's quieted down a little bit, he's he's learning to win. Uh, not let his play talk uh, more than anything, so that's good there. Um, other than that, you know, Kyle Allen bouncing back, that was good for him um, and the outlook for him. You know, maybe fantasy wise, if you want to stream him in some good matchups going forward.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on Baker, man. This obviously he's turned the corner here, but you know, this is let's not let's not get. Too crazy. Way this is the schedule, man. Yeah, we I mean, yeah. saw this coming. Yeah, you know, he's got some easy, easy matchups. He's got Pittsburgh next
1: week, though, so hopefully, maybe he could get, get it done again. I mean,
0: yeah, but he, yeah, I mean, he had a good outing against Pittsburgh yeah. last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe, I mean, this time is this game is going to be in Pittsburgh, so maybe that that's a little bit different, but I don't, but yeah, man. Um, but you know, Josh Allen, I thought was you know, 20 points. I mean, this is kind of his floor right now. Um, he's been pretty good all year. I mean outside of that New England game, um, you know, he's got you know, at least like 17 points in in every in every um, in every fantasy outing. So, yeah. I'm going to continue to roll Josh Allen out there until until I get too too scared of the matchup.
1: Word. Yeah. Word.
0: Um but yeah, I mean Jimmy G coming in as the QB, he's currently sits as the QB11, so Jimmy you know, he's, G. I mean He's got some good, uh, some good matchups coming up ahead and some games where he's gonna have to score. So I mean, Baltimore, he's gonna have to put up points. He's gonna have no choice, right? So, um, you know, that's. I mean, I mean, obviously we'll look at that matchup closer, but maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, I I just don't feel like you could stop Lamar at this point, though.
1: <laughs> it would be a good test, definitely. Uh, they did embarrass Aaron Rodgers, but Lamar is a different beast.
0: Yeah, man, Lamar is definitely a different beast. All right, man, you ready to move on?
1: Yes, sir. All
0: right, let's get to these running backs, man. So your RB, your RB start Mm -hmm. of the week, man. Mm -hmm. Leonard Fournette coming in as the RB, one on the week, 24 carries, 97 rushing yards, added two rushing touchdowns. Greg, what'd you make of this one, man?
1: Oh, man, this is what I'm talking about, that 24 carries, getting that high volume. This is what I expected in the bounce-back week for Leonard Fournette. Um, Yeah, this is great. He, He made up for the... Bad, horrible calls I made in my QB, so this is good for, for Leonard Fournette.
0: Yeah, man. Leonard Fournette was great in this one. Um, you know, the best thing about Leonard Fournette is, you know, this, he's game script proof. So, yeah, it's know? great. Like, it's awesome. It's, it's great. He's game script proof. You know, to get nine catches of 62 yards, those all came when this game, you know, the, the, as the Jags were trying to come back in this game, man. So uh, Leonard Fournette coming through here despite the game script, um, you know, getting in the end zone twice, which he hadn't done um, for a while now. He only had one touchdown on the season, which is absolutely absurd. So Leonard Fournette, man, coming through. Great. That was a great call by you and a great performance by him. Run CMC Christian McCaffrey coming in as the RB. Two on the week, man. 22 carries, 64 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. Also added nine catches, 69 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. That was good for 29.8
1: Fan duel points and a half point PPR. Greg, what are we making this one, man? Come on, man. This is, this is, uh, can we just, you know, move on to that RB3, man? This is what he does, man. This is run CMC. <laughs> this is whatever, this is what, this is every week, yo. I don't know what to say at this point. Every week, I I, I come up, I, yeah, just keep moving on, and It's Christian McCaffrey, man. Beast.
0: You're not going to say it,
1: though? He's better than your favorite wide receiver. That's all Thank I got to say. All right, cool. Yeah. It's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a
0: week if, if we don't get that from Greg. Weekly, <laughs> you know. Christian McCaffrey is better than your favorite wide receiver. Someone who's definitely not going to be mistaken for your, your favorite wide receiver. That would be the 6'3", 250-pound Derrick Henry, Henry. 19 carries, 159 yards, two, two rushing touchdowns. Also did add one fumble in this one, but also added you, got you one reception for 16 yards. That was good for 28 points and a half-point PPR. Greg, what do we make of this
1: one, man? Oh, man, yeah, two to three fantasy football diagnostics, you already know. Got the two, the running back one and running back three. Uh, this is, you know, the game we expected uh, out of Derrick Henry. He's having a very good season, actually, uh, this year, which is, um, you know, good for him. He's RB one category for the rest of the year, especially in a better offense with uh, Ryan Tannehill at the helm now.
0: Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's definitely, you know, making me eat all my words about him being a bust. Um you know but like you just said man Ryan Tannehill I think is the best thing to happen to Derrick Henry in Facts. this Titans offense because now the Titans are ne- they're always going to be in games with Ryan Tannehill and the ability that they have that he has as a passer to be able to to lift up this Titans offense mm-hmm. and all these Titans weapons as well. Um, Obviously, A.J. Brown had a big game, who we'll get to later. They'll be in
1: the red zone more, um, too. It should be good. Yeah, I mean, they're
0: going to have more scoring opportunities. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry had that long 71-yard touchdown that was reminiscent of the 99-yarder he had against these same Jacksonville Jags last year, um, where he's just stiff-arming a dude, trying to make him look like a child down the field. Uh, Almost Jerome Bettis-like. But, um, you know, Derrick Henry, then after that touchdown... The Titans get the ball back after a, a a Jacksonville fumble at the one yard line, and Derrick Henry punches in another Crazy. touchdown. Crazy. Crazy. So, um, you know, yeah, this was just awesome to see from Derrick Henry. But, you know, that's why I made him my start of the week, because this Jacksonville rush defense is just bad, man. Uh, so it's something we might have to continue to target going forward. But rounding out that top 10, Nick Chubb finally coming through with that touchdown, coming in as the RB4. Jonathan Williams, that means I win this bet, baby. Coming in as the RB 5. Rashad Penny as the RB 6. Alva Kamara as the RB 7. Zeke Elliott as the RB 8. Ronald Jones comes in at the RB 9. And then Lev Bell comes in as the RB 10. Greg, what performances stuck out to you positively in this, this this running back week, man?
1: Uh, Yeah, I like the fact that, you know, um, Nick Chubb and, you know, Kareem Hunt played well. Uh, both, you know, doing well at the, their performances. And also, Kamara and Latavius Murray. So, seeing, you know, uh, both running backs from multiple teams, you know, doing well.
0: Yeah, man, Latavius Murray coming through with that touchdown. um, Like like we said, he need to make your day. Yep. Um, You know, Lev Bell coming as the RB10 uh, currently right now. Uh, You know, I liked it. Just, you know, the numbers aren't going to look great. 12 carries, 49 yards. But he had five catches for 59 yards. And it was just the way that they were using him. And, you know, he didn't play much of the fourth quarter because this game was out of hand. So just... Thrashed Oakland. But um Lead Bell was, you know, getting moved around the formation, getting used as a receiver more. Obviously we see the five catches for the fifty nine receiving yards. So if Lead Bell continues to get that kind of usage, uh that'll be great. Um and then Devin Singletary, man, coming through with twenty one carries for hundred and six yards. Uh that was also great to see if he gets continues to get that kind of volume. And then Benny Snell, man. Benny uh-huh. Snell, Benny you Snail yep. Snell, yep. man. Yep. Yep. Right. Twenty one carries in this one um you know additional target so you know where does he sit right now with this i mean obviously i'm you know we're going to talk about the 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 waiver wire and stuff in, in a bit but um is this something that maybe we could trust going forward or you know we you know there's talks of james connor coming back too though so
1: yeah james Conner coming back but you know you we, we talk about mike Tomlin likes this dude so I, I think he's definitely a guy you should he should be owned um that's if you're if you're that James Conner owner, for sure, and then you would missed out on Jimmy, maybe getting Jalen Samuels, or if you're the Samuels owner and you're, like, uh, getting uh, tired of Jalen Samuels. Samuels
0: is not the handcuff anymore. Nah, man. yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely um, Benny right, Snell's man. got intrigued. Yeah, Benny Snell is definitely intriguing. Um, it's kind of wild. I brought him up, but yeah, man, it's excited to see it come to fruition. Um, but let's get to these wide receivers, man, because I know you're excited to talk about this guy oh, man. right here. That would be Chris Godwin, man. Your wide receiver breakout coming through with a breakout game that we haven't seen since like since the beginning of the season for him, but Chris Godwin seven catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. That was good. That was good for 33.9 FanDuel points. Come on, Greg. Let's hear it. Chris yeah, Godwin. What do we got? What
1: Chris we got? Godwin, the first touchdown. He broke out through, you know, a couple tackles, missed tackles, and got two for the touchdown. Second touchdown uh, on a, you know, a little, little slant – not slant route, but like a, a flat route, and the defender had to help him out, get that ball in. It was such a tough catch for Chris Godwin. The concentration, though, to hold it in. This man is a beast, man. This is, was great just seeing him do what he has to do. Uh, Giving him the wide receiver one performance that he does for you every week, you know, that yeah, he can do every week. The um, – both these guys, him and Mike Evans, now have a thousand yards on this team. Um, this is one of the best fantasy offenses um, that you want. That if you some stock in as far as receivers and quarterback, so it's nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, this just takes me back to when we were drafting our currently undefeated uh, Siemens B team, and you know, uh, we were trying to just we we saw Chris Godwin in the fifth, and we're like, can we take him? I'm like, yo, we can't have two receivers Word. from the same team. Yep, I we remember, two receivers yep. <laughs> from the same team, I think we would be okay. Uh, granted, <laughs> granted uh, you know, Mike Evans was off this week because this was a Chris Godwin week. Yep. And last week or previous weeks has been Mike Evans week and, and not a Chris Godwin week. So maybe that would have killed us. But I don't care. I'm okay with saying it because it makes me feel good. But Chris Godwin's been an absolute monster, man. And, you know, we've been kind of – I mean, I've been saying this game has to come soon, you know. 'Cause it's just been he'd been getting targeted frequently, and just just not been hitting. Yeah. Um, but Chris Godwin, he's a beast, especially after the catch, man. Yeah, his um, act is crazy. Yarder, it was it was great. Um, but somebody who just played great all game, man, that would be Jarvis Landry, man. Comes in as the wide receiver too. He was he had ten catches, 148 yards two receiving touchdowns. That was good for 31.8 FanDuel points in this revenge game. Greg, what do we make of this performance, man?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I think we forgot, man. When, when Jarvis and Odell played together at LSU, Jarvis was the number one receiver there. Jarvis <laughs> is taking over again, and <laughs> NFL has a <laughs> double receiver. He's just doing there together. Uh, Jarvis is playing really well, uh, especially for PPR League, 10 receptions. That's money uh, right there. So he's been Baker's money guy this, uh, this year. Um, it's good to see him step up and play well because we thought it was a lot of question marks for him coming into the year with Od- Odell coming in. So it's Odell has been having to adjust on, to Jarvis, it seems like.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's a great point. Crazy. Because uh, people, you know, I forget it all the time. You know, when these guys are coming out of college, Jarvis Landry was the number one receiver at LSU. Um, Odell did get drafted higher, though, because, you know, the combine measurables and all yeah, that stuff. All yeah, he's definitely a better prospect. Yeah. Yeah, but Jarvis Landry – definitely been he's been the number one receiver on this team um you know maybe maybe this has to do with chemistry between him and baker they've already established it while well, him and uh, odell and baker are still working it out but you know we've been saying it for, for weeks now jarvis landry is the guy you want in this offense yep it's not odell beckham jr and uh i'm not surprised that he he showed out here in a revenge game uh, that's right revenge out that top, <laughs> yep rounding out that top 10 we've got DeAndre Hopkins coming in as the wide receiver four. Allen Robinson, my start of the week, coming in as the wide receiver five. AJ Brown is the wide receiver six. Michael Thomas, seven. Calvin Ridley, eight. Wolf Fuller, nine. And Odell Beckham Jr. coming in as the wide receiver 10. Greg, what wide receiver performance has stuck out to you? Because wide receiver is so tough, man. It's, it's the only position, really, where uh, a guy didn't make even the top 20, but we'll, we still like the performance, man. So. Which positive performance has stuck out to you here, Greg?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely Devontae. My man Devontae, you know, in a bad game strip game and everything going against the Packers, he still did well and got in the end zone. That's finally what I came for, what I signed up for. Why I thought I, you know, I made him my number one wide receiver coming into the year. He got that first touchdown. That was good to see him break out.
0: Yeah, man, uh, Devontae Adams, I mean, I told you, I bought him right before the trade deadline in my money league because I needed to, I felt like, you know obviously he's been leading this team in targets but you know obviously this game where the the Packers were in comeback mode in a game that you called perfectly by the way i had to give you kudos on that one appreciate that but um <laughs> but this dude devonte was tr- like obviously as the as the Packers are trying to come back um Aaron Rodgers is is just feeding him uh, i don't i don't have the target number here but the seven catches got the garbage time touchdown for us but we'll take it man um but Russell Gage, man, eight for seventy six. We were kind of just, you know, hoping that Russell Gage been peeking over there for a minute, hoping mm-hmm. that he'd come through. Uh, finally comes through now, and then um, you know Devontae Parker, another guy that we've we've been talking about for a few, a few weeks now. Yeah, man, coming through here. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's really it from a positive from a positive note. Oh no, one more AJ Brown, man. This dude is just a monster.
1: Oh, yeah, he's definitely got some uh, one of those second-year receivers next year that you're going to be like, oh, man, I I definitely want to draft him. Yeah, (laughs) I already know. I already looking for it. Especially Ryan Tannehill's going to be the guy. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Yeah, I don't like you, bro, because that's all I (laughs) was thinking about today. Oh, man. Yo, this literally I was thinking. I was like, yo, A.J. Brown next year,
1: man. He's going to be one of those guys. Yep, second-year guys that you want to break out. Yep, yep, I already know. (laughs) uh,
0: A.J. Brown, for sure, definitely going to be on that list, man. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, man, let's get to the tight end position. Your tightest, you go, you was on it, man. Outside of I saw the quarterback. We'll get to it, obviously, as we get to the Jags, man, but you was on it this week. Appreciate George it, yeah, Kittle coming in, as, coming in as the tight end one on the week, man. Six catches, 129 yards, one receiving touchdown. That was good for 21.9 FanDuel points. Greg, what do we make of this one, man? Yeah, George
1: Kittle is an absolute beast. Uh, this is a freaking nature. Um, he's definitely, you know, trying to claim this. You know, best title in the league title. I think he's, uh, you know, going hard for it. I think he's proving it every week, uh, especially playing hurt. Uh, this man's playing with broken bones and everything out there. So he's doing what he has to do for his team.
0: Yeah, man, George Kittle is just a monster. I love him. Um, you know, it's like my second chance of getting to love Grok again without having to love a <laughs> Patriot. Because <Word>. uh, <laughs> George Kittle is so reminiscent of Grok and all the things that he does just – you know, in the run game as a blocker, even in the pass game as a blocker, and especially as a receiver. But, you know, the stuff that he does after the catch, the way he's always trying to score touchdowns, and then just his personality, he just, he's a spitting image of Gronk, and it's, it's just funny to me, it's hilarious. And Gronk even, you know, even says that George Kittle reminds him of himself. So, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to watch George Kittle play football. Absolutely. Um, another, the tight end two on the week, that would be Zach Ertz, man, 12 catches. 91 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. Greg, what do you make of this performance,
1: man? oh uh, yeah, it's good to see my man Zach Ertz, uh, tight end two. Um, this is you know a good thing that we see him putting up some big time numbers here. Uh, probably, I think i we'll would expect this going forward because you know Carson Wentz is gonna need help. Uh, everyone's banged up on this offense, and uh, yeah, they're gonna continue to run this a uh, lot of the two tight end sets. So Zach Ertz is gonna be a bona fide tight end one. No, uh, you locked in. It's good to see him. They'll do this.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's obviously good for Zach Ertz, um, because you know all the weapons being gone and stuff in in Philadelphia, like you were saying, no Alshon Jeffrey, no Nelson Aguilar, no Jordan Howard, even so, like you know, um, Zach Ertz is getting a ton of usage in this offense, and that's great for them, obviously. I mean, great for us and Zach uh, as fantasy owners and Zach Ertz and the statistics, but the Eagles are suffering right now, man. Um, so. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you know in the meantime just keep riding that man because Zach Ertz definitely was at a point where he seemed like he was disappointing fantasy owners but you know you and I both said it man just you know you're, you're gonna you're, you can't bench Zach Ertz right he's, nah you know, he's too talented like, <laughs> too talented he's too talented of a guy to bench because uh, you know he could give you this weeks and he's giving them to you two weeks in a row man uh, another guy who you definitely should not bench no matter the matchup because this was not a great one but he did, it. he did well despite it. Uh, that would be Jared Cook, man, coming in as a tight end three. Six catches, 99 yards, and one receiving touchdown. Come on, Greg, let me hear
1: it. Oh man, man, yo, Jared Cook, let's go. Jared Cook just keeps <laughs> on cooking, yo. He's doing everything Kobe Fleener couldn't last year. This is what we expected, a tight end in a Drew Brees offense. Yo, he's eating, yo. Yeah, even with Teddy, like I, this is great, yo. I love to see Jared Cook do well. Uh, got to start him up every week.
0: Yeah, man, Jared Cook coming through again, um, despite the tough matchup. But man, this this is it. You know, if you lost Austin Hooper and you were able to pick up Jared Cook, um, great for you. Unfortunately for me, I picked him up and then started him and then traded him, so I missed out on him <laughs> 18.9 points. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jared Cook's gonna keep cooking and he's attached to Drew Brees, so you gotta love it. He's got a Thursday matchup with the Atlanta Falcons, who he cooked last time, so. Uh yeah, no, nah, We're gonna start, roll, continue to roll out Jared Cook, despite what the what the heck I say on this podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. The tight end four on the week that would be my stream of the week or honorable mention stream of the week. Mike Geseki. Let's go. Caden uh, Smith coming. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, you're not gonna know any of these names. You might not know half these names that I'm gonna name. Um, because after Jared Cook and his tight end three performance. The tight end fell off a cliff like Jerry Cook at 18.9. The tight end four, which was Mike Kaseki, had 10.3. Like, yeah, bro, it's just maybe maybe Mark Andrews slides somewhere in between here. Hopefully, but, yeah,
1: um, I'm hoping that for sure.
0: Hopefully, but Mike Kaseki, the tight end four, Kaden Smith, the tight end five, Logan Thomas, converted quarterback, comes in as a tight end six, Ryan Griffin, there we that's go, that's the name we know, comes in there as a tight go. end seven, Greg Olson, there That's we another go. name we know, uh-huh. comes in as a tight end eight. Eric Ebra coming as a tight end nine. Uh, and then Jaden Graham, because we know the name, because I brought him up here, Jaden Graham, the backup to Austin Hooper, who got to play the Bucks That's true, that's true. He's coming in there. as a tight end 10. Mm. <laughs> and the funny part is, is all Jaden Graham had to do to be the tight end 10 was was catch one cat, was make one reception for 53 yards.
1: That's it, yo. That's, that's that gets you.
0: That gets you the tight end time.
1: Hey, man, if you could get fifty yards as a tight end, I'll take you, yo. I'll take <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what positive tight end performances stuck out to you, Greg?
1: <laughs> um, after one, two, and three, I really can't think of anything. Honestly, I mean, you know, Ryan Griffin. That's what's up. You know, I like to see him get into the end zone again. So uh, even though three you got it on two three, three catches, 20? hey, yo, <laughs> we take it how we get it. You got to look at the final number for tight ends, right? That's, that's what it comes basically, down to. Basically, yeah.
0: if you started Ryan Griffin, that means that unless you played the owner of George Kittle, Zach Ertz, Jared Cook, you basically started the the next best tight end because no one else was starting Mike Gusecki, Caden Smith, or Logan Thomas. You were happy. No one was doing that. Crazy. Three for so 13, you you, was started happy. The tight, you basically started the tight end four by starting, my, by starting Ryan Griffin.
1: Crazy. Good, good, good job Crazy. on you.
0: Crazy. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to those Jags, man. Those just the guys, those guys who, who didn't come through for you, man, especially in a week where we really, really need them, Greg. Who was that?
1: Oh, man, Matt Ryan. Come on, man. Oh. I, you know, Matt, yeah. <laughs> it's tough, yo. It was, it was really tough. Uh, combined with the Julio, so that's the whole stack there. The game script was set up for them perfectly. Tampa Bay was winning during the game. Uh, the Tampa Bay is good against the rush defense, so they were just shutting down Brian Hill. They didn't know what to do with him. And they just, so you would think, Matt Ryan just can throw, throw, just to throw the ball. They have to do what he has to do. He threw 46 times. <laughs> he threw 46 times, and he still didn't do anything. Got you eight points. Like, what's up, Matt Ryan? Come on, man. I needed you. I needed you, man.
0: Oh, man, sorry. The reason that I broke out in laughter there is because I'm looking at the stat line. Because <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know how we do this, we go on FanDuel, we check up all the top performers, um, you know, all the, all the list of performances throughout the week. But <laughs> I'm scrolling down all the way to the bottom to see, okay, which guys here really, really stunk it up, right? So Matt Ryan finished below Duck Hodges. Yes, that man didn't start the, the game.
1: He didn't. No, he... And
0: he did not start the game. And you said it, Matt Ryan threw 46 passes. Devlin Hodges threw 11
1: that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man.
0: Oh man. Um, but slightly above Devlin Hodges was Aaron Rodgers, um, who you again you called this game accurately. You said this game reminds you of the Chargers game. Yeah. You think that you think the Green Bay Packers are gonna get smoked, and Aaron Rodgers was definitely getting smoked in this one. Twenty of thirty-three, a hundred and four pass how do you how do you throw for 104 passing yards on 20 again
1: completion? duck Hodges did more passing yards he threw more passing yards than him
0: too yeah and all of them came on that james washington catch crazy <laughs> no but um aaron rodgers definitely didn't come through for you this week nah. um can we we just got to talk about aaron rodgers cuz i got a lot of flack in the beginning of the year um and by the, just just so we know aaron rodgers has four top 12 qb finishes this year QB 2, the QB 12, the QB 1, and the QB 3. Every other time that you started Aaron Rodgers, he finished as the QB 19, the QB 24, the QB 25, the QB 22, the QB 22, the QB 23. That's a loss, And today yo. he's finishing. That's, that's a, a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. <laughs> and today he's definitely finishing outside the 20s. So, um, yeah, I guys. I wouldn't continue to start to blindly start Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, unless he's in a prime matchup. Were, yeah.
0: No, I would drop him honestly after the Giants. I play the, they play the Giants pretty soon, I think. Yeah. So I would drop him right after that matchup, mm-hmm. and just let your opponent think that they're getting a steal here.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that that waiver. Um. Yeah.
0: yeah, but some other some other Jags on the week at the quarterback position, um, Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady. Jacoby Brissett, and, uh, I mean, Nick Foles, I guess, if you went there, but I don't know how many people did. And then Dak Prescott, I know some people might have went to that well.
1: Nah, um, nah, I don't know why you would. Yeah, it's, that's, that's tough. That's tough.
0: <laughs> Subject yourself to that? Yeah, when the, when the right, Cowboys man, play about,
1: actual team, is just not, they're not the, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what about um any running backs that, that stuck out as Jags to you on this, this week?
1: Um... Yeah, it, you know, I... Uh, Joe Mixon, Chris Carson. Well. Oh, yeah, Chris Carson. Uh, also, f- yeah, he yeah. fumbled. Oh, man, Chris Carson. That's tough. Yeah, that's fumbled a tough. Again. Rashad Penny came out of nowhere. Seemed like he didn't play yeah. a snap in like three games. And he just came out of nowhere and got a, a top you know, RB1 performance. Um, so, yeah, it, it basically, yeah. if Chris Carson fumbles, it's not going to be good for your fantasy
0: team. <laughs> no, it will not be good for your fantasy team, even whether he loses you the points or not. Uh, but you said Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon definitely did not come through for you. I mean, the matchup was tough. Still got nice volume, 18 carries, 79 yards. Yeah. But they guys that too. even finished lower than Joe Mixon, um, Phillip Lindsey, that wasn't great in this matchup against Buffalo. Uh, I have really liked Phillip Lindsay this week too, so uh, that, that one went bad. Uh, Saquon Barkley, man, 17 carries, 59 yards. He only got seven points. What are we what are we
1: doing? Yeah, game? people are saying uh there's rumors that, you know, it might have to shut him down. Um I yeah, I don't know. I feel like if he's if he's playing, you're not gonna bench Saquon. So it's it's that's he's like the toughest player to have right now. But they're on a losing team. Um he's not healthy. Uh the Giants, you know, you know, they they see that their Redskins won, they could get that number two, Chase for Chase. So I'm saying. Hey,
0: Chase for Chase. <laughs> um another guy we some other guys we gotta talk about. Cause they're even lower. i mean, yeah, again. I scroll by the points, guys. So I gotta scroll. Sometimes I gotta scroll all the way to the bottom. It's hard with the running back position because some 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 nondescript names get mixed in, or some descriptive names get mixed in with some nondescript ones. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Jacobs, ten carries, thirty four yards. Got your four point one. That's not good enough. Uh, are you panicking there with Josh Jacobs or
1: No, I'm not. I'm not panicking. Um, this is yeah, you know uh-huh. a bad matchup for him. Honestly, from the start.
0: Yeah, and then David Montgomery. I, or there's a. There's yeah, be some that's kind of yeah, data. that's
1: panicking. Yeah, that about yeah, great great 13 matchup. 13
0: carries, 22 yards, two receptions for nine yards. Also got
1: a 4.1. Yeah, he's uh, um, Terry Cohen, who also finished than him again. Um, so uh-huh. that's not definitely good for Montgomery owners. Um, he was definitely a sell high candidate, especially in our league. So, um, it's tough now for him if you have him.
0: Yeah, and then Aaron Jones—that one's disappointing because I said this guy would have been my start of the week if it wasn't for Derrick Henry, um, or I mean, if it wasn't for him being Aaron Jones and you know obviously locked and loading him into your lineup every week. But thirteen carries, thirty-eight yards against a stout Green uh, San Fran defense—any um, concern there?
1: I'm not too concerned, but Aaron Jones does have some volatility. But uh, I yeah I wouldn't be uh, too concerned.
0: The only thing that concerns me is that. Devontae Adams' presence in this offense, Um, we've seen Aaron Jones' receiving work go down. Mm. I mean, obviously, he was having these nine-target games, eight-target games, seven-target games. But in the games that since Devontae Adams' has returned to this lineup, since that Chargers game a few weeks ago, Aaron Jones has a combined four targets in this offense.
1: Yeah, so you probably have to rely more on the the red zone touchdowns like he's been getting rather than – yeah, yeah the, the the passing game. I mean, they have the Giants and then the Redskins, so that's, that's a nice little two weeks
0: coming up. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully it turns around for Aaron Jones. Um, but yo, we got to get to the wide receiver position, man. There's, there was some, there was some, but there's in my heart, in my eyes, there's only one.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> and that would be Amari Cooper.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh man, yeah,
0: He got you, he got you a zero, guys.
1: Yep uh so joining joining the mike evans gonna, cooper cup yeah join on get on amari cooper yeah he's he's gonna he's he's gonna hear it he's gonna hear <laughs> it from me today on
0: this day he's gonna hear it so what are we doing with what are we are we panicking about amari cooper? Uh, you
1: know i'm not panicking I'm a, you know i'm i'm mark cooper fan of dallas Cowboys. sorry amari cooper fan uh you know i think it was it was a tough matchup it was it was raining as he would say um
0: Oh man, <laughs> guys! If you don't know, Amari Cooper used the rain as an excuse for why he 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 only he didn't catch a pass today.
1: <laughs> Crazy! But,
0: um, I'm sure. Wait, it was wait. Julian Edelman. It rained on him too, right? Oh yeah, definitely.
1: My man ate. Okay. Yeah, all right. that's yeah, that's okay. Julian. That's one of the <laughs> you know, the greatest receivers wait, ever.
0: Michael Gallup played in the rain too, right? He did. He also Randall did Cobb, play in the rain. They played in the rain. They had catches, right? Yeah, yeah. They
1: all had catches. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> shout out yo shout out to shout out to stefan gilmore that's the best cornerback in the league right now um so you know it's yeah. a t- tough matchup he's all right so he's got yeah. he's got buffalo <laughs> next week that's gonna be gonna have davis white, so Trey might, white yeah uh-huh. it's gonna be a little tough then he's got chicago uh-huh. oh man he's got a call fuller is that, uh-huh. me, that might be a little tough too oh man.
0: wait is that is that one injury world or is that in chicago
1: uh it's in chicago too
0: Oh, it might be oh, snowing, man. man.
1: Forget about oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Buffalo and Chicago is tough. And then they got the Rams in week 15. And then it'll light up. Probably have Jalen Ramsey, though, in that matchup, too. Oh,
0: Jalen
1: yeah. Ramsey oh, oh, man. <laughs> All right, man. So, damn. The, 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 after looking at the next three weeks, you might have to. Um, <clears throat> you might have to like... Can't
0: bench him. Nope. Too late. Can't bench him. <laughs> You can't trade him. (laughs) He's got to start him, bro.
1: Yeah, you You can't trade him. You can't can't bench him either. The volume is going to be there, and the Cowboys pass the ball. So, I think, you know, (laughs) I would just hope and pray.
0: Nah, you got to just hope and pray. Um, But, nah, some more Jags. Enough of Amari Cooper. I'm not going to continue to rag on him. Uh, Jamison Crowder on a day (laughs) where Sam Donald finishes as the QB2, throws two touchdowns, 315 yards, uh on twenty nine pass attempts, Jameson Crowder could muster up two catches for eighteen yards.
1: <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders uh, crazy.
0: Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, um I mean one catch for fifteen yards. I mean, that whole game was weird. That's what I'm saying. Green y'all. Bay if if Green Bay shows up on the other side, Emmanuel Sanders is more involved. Debo Samuel is more involved. Yeah. Um
1: Curtis Samuel. But Tyro would. <laughs> oh yeah, Tyro. Tyrell. Tyrell, Curtis Samuel, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Curtis Samuel. I mean, yard, Curtis Samuel. Kyle Allen is cooking. DJ Moore is cooking. <laughs> um, Curtis Samuel can't can't get none. Uh, but Tyrell Williams had this beautiful matchup, man. Against he did. The Jets he did. Two two catches, eighteen yards.
1: That's tough. Uh, I mean, but I might have to. I don't know. He might have intrigue now. It's Hunter Renfro, he's hurt. Hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, Hunter Hunter Renfro. If you didn't see it, he. Uh, got a rib. Bro- looks like he broke a rib. Yeah, he he did. He did
1: uh, yeah, he punctured a lung. Yeah, looks like.
0: Oh man. Um, but you know, the one more jag at the wide receiver position. Cortland Sutton coming in uh, after being so hot. He got the Trey Trey White treatment. Uh, combination of the Trey White Brandon Allen treatment. Um, he did have eight targets, but he got one catch for twenty-seven yards. So yeah, he started Cortland Sutton. That's tough. Um, didn't he do you any good there. And then Tyler Lockett one catch thirty-eight yards coming back from the injury. So, yeah, yeah that was concerning. that was a game Hopefully that he's a little bit healthier. Yeah,
1: that was a game that like got that uh, surprise uh under there a little bit. Um <laughs> that that Denver Buffalo game. Yeah, that was that was a good game from the start.
0: Oh man, sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Curtis Samuel, I just saw his stat line. Oh. I knew he had five points. I knew he had, like, because in, in the in the league, history, people were just full-point PPR, so I knew he got you 5.9, so I just figured he caught like, three balls or something. Nah, yeah, he 40 rushing so yards. He had one catch for nine yards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they got him in the all these like, uh, he's he's very active in, like, short yards game and then, like, handoffs and, you know, pitch backs and reverses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, crazy. He
0: had 40 rushing yards, guys. That's where the additional points come from, but, um, Curtis, yeah. I mean, I like stuff like that where guys are using. You know, it adds to their floor. Cause yeah, cause I mean, it's easy, the only he time can he could you five points.
1: touch the ball because Kyle, Kyle Allen stay missing him, man.
0: Oh yeah, Kyle Allen stinks, bro. But not this week, apparently. The last two weeks, I picked you as my streamer of the week. You don't stink, or you decide to stink. Maybe but this week you got a tough <laughs> matchup against New Orleans, and you want to stink, <laughs> or you want to you want to like do well.
1: I mean, maybe maybe he's just not a good deep ball thrower. He just be a good ten to you know thirty yard thrower.
0: Oh, yeah, nah. He's just, like, average at the targets, negative five yards to Christian McCaffrey. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to that waiver wire show, man. So let's do it. What, uh, do, we, what do we got? Who are we picking up at that quarterback position? Oh, uh, man. you need one, man. Got to stream for these matchups.
1: Yeah, there's mainly two two main guys right now. Uh, Sam am, of course. We mentioned him multiple weeks at this point. You got to get him. He's still only rostered in 39% of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, he's got Cincy next week. Then he's got Miami. This man can get you into the playoffs if you need a dub next week, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. And then he's got Miami in the first round if you're one of those teams that's looking for a win. Um, so, yeah, I think he's a guy you got to look to own. And also, Ryan Tannehill, he's only owning 26% of Yahoo leagues, had 259 yards with two touchdowns, like we talked about. Um, he's got a great schedule. Indy next week, then Oakland, and then Houston. And then New Orleans in the championship week. So if you want to add Tannehill and maybe ride him out, uh, yeah, that would, would I would think you can do that honestly. Um, so the, yeah, those are the two guys I'm looking at.
0: Yeah, Ryan. I mean, obviously Sam Darnold, um, but Ryan Tannehill is most intriguing to me. I think even even over Sam Darnold, um, just given the schedule, of course, because Ryan Tannehill's been obviously despite I mean despite everything, he's been you know top. A top 12 quarterback every week. I mean, top 13 quarterback basically every Mm -hmm. week since taking over the job. Um, And then, but the schedule down the stretch, you know, like you said, Houston and Oakland coming up, those are not just matchups that are good for him as an offense, you know, like, you know, you're talking offense or quarterback versus a pass defense, but those are matchups where he's going to have to score points. Right. Because of what the other team on the other side could potentially do. So, you know, Ryan Tannehill to me, If I had to, if I had to start a quarterback, pick up a quarterback off waivers that was that was readily available to trust him to get me, not just through this next week, but to the fantasy championship and to win a fantasy championship, it would be Ryan Tannehill.
1: Yeah, and they're on the Titans. The Titans are always in close games, so you know he's never going to be blown out or anything like that. Mike Vrabel is well coached, man. This guy's his team's going to be competitive, so that's good for fantasy.
0: Yeah, and then you add this rushing floor. I mean, that's going to be great. what about? I mean, obviously, you guys will. Um, you know, we will cover. We cover some news, but maybe you you will hear this. But Andy Dalton's coming back to the lineup. <clears throat> um, Andy Dalton is coming back to the lineup. He's uh Being Ryan Finley's being benched, <laughs> hmm. so Andy Dalton gets to start against these these New York Jets on Sunday, Greg. Nah, so,
1: nah I don't uh, want it. No. Nope, he's nah. at home. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, I. I would find more options, and then uh, it it does make sense a little bit. But I think you can. So Sam, you got Tannehill. There's no more buys. Like, do you really need to do it?
0: No, you're right. right. (laughs) But if you're in two quarterback league, anything. Two quarterback league, sure. Yeah, made available so you could go pick him up. Yep. (laughs) All right, man. Any other quarterbacks are we looking to pick up?
1: Uh yeah, no, I think those two um are pretty I think the, you guys could get those guys. There's, uh, who, there's who's one thinking of?
0: that intrigues me. Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: Hmm.
0: His stretch, right? Listen to this this uh stretch from week thirteen to week sixteen. Right. Philadelphia. Yep. The Jets. Yep. The Giants, Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, I, I we definitely like Devontae Parker's schedule, so that does make sense for why uh Fitzpatrick's schedule would be nice as well. Um Yeah, um I think so, especially in a deep league sixteen team. You need you need a guy. Uh
0: yeah, I mean I'm not saying to start him every one of those weeks. I'm just saying if you need to stream, yeah. He's somebody that would that would be on my radar just because of the schedule and I know if I need some upside, man. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna you know he's gonna be slinging it all day long. That's true. You know? So um, Devonte Parker we talk about has good matchups and, and maybe you, you are the Devontae Parker owner and maybe you're maybe you're streaming quarterbacks. You know this wouldn't be a bad guy to you know that wouldn't be a bad high upside um, stack right there if you if you really need to win your matchup. Mm-hmm. But. Um, all right, man, like, what about these running backs, man? Because we know everybody wants to know which
1: running backs we're picking up off the waiver wire. So what are we doing there, man? Uh, Really, the guy, I'm really looking at, um, you know, besides Jonathan Williams, he should have been owned. Uh, But his percentage is way up there now. Uh, Benny Snell, I think the main guy here, got 22 touches. That's huge. Um, And, and a, a very struggling offense. But if they're going to rely on something, maybe they can rely more on the running game. Be, you know, again, Mike Tomlin loves this guy. Uh, so, yeah, Connor is going to be hurt. Uh, which he could be, you know. Even if he comes back, there's always a chance that he can re-injure. Benny Snell needs to be owned uh, for on, on your fantasy team.
0: Yeah, I like Benny Snell a lot as well. Um, obviously, I, of course, I, I've been saying it, but um, James Conner is supposed to come back, but as we know, James Conner is like made of glass. So Jalen Samuels, definitely, or not Jalen Samuels, <laughs> Benny Snell, uh, definitely somebody I'm looking to. Um, what about Bo Scarborough? Is he somebody you're looking
1: to? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Bo Scarborough, again, uh, just from the volume standpoint, uh, he's going to be a guy that you can uh, produce for you. Got the 18 carries, so that's that's pretty dope right there. Um, and, you know, yeah, the Lions are a struggling team. Um, they're probably going to give uh, Bo Scarborough a lot more work. And, um, yeah, he could be a, a guy for the a solid flex for you uh, going forward.
0: Yeah, Bo Scarborough, uh, definitely somebody that's intriguing. I mean, obviously the matchup was great here. He had a matchup against Washington. Uh, but he's got a matchup against Chicago who, you know, people think it's a it's a bad matchup, but it's really not. Uh, Chicago coming into this matchup against uh, the New York Giants, they give up the 11th most fancy points to the running back position. Um, and, you know, they've got this matchup coming up against Detroit. And, you know, with no... No, uh, you know we've been saying it for months now. No, Akeem Hicks in the middle of that defense. This 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 Chicago defense is vulnerable, um, and you know this. You, you know, the only thing that's that's gonna be a concern is if you get game scripted out of this game and, and you're forced to pass. But Mr. Trubisky not gonna do that to you on the other side. So, um, I think you can, you can you can, you know it's, it's a Thursday matchup, so you're gonna have to decide early. But I think you could flex both Scarborough, this week. Obviously, guys, we say flex him. Put him in that running back spot. Don't flex him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: think you could definitely
1: do that. Yeah, we're just talking about mostly his value, but yeah, after this week, probably a little tough. You got Minnesota and then Tampa Bay, so uh, yeah, this is probably your last, maybe week to get him in, get to the playoffs um, and, you know, use him.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, there's some better options that roll around, but just based off volume, I know there's some teams that are hurting right now. I yeah. Devonte Freeman owners that didn't get, that couldn't get Brian Hill, but maybe you can get him now because he's available. <laughs> Probably, but um, you know, you know, I, like Marlon Mack owners that couldn't get Jonathan Williams. Right. Right. There, maybe. Right, right. Right. Um. You know, Benny Snell is nice, but can you really – like, James Conner could come back. Like, is there another back that's going to get this kind of volume?
1: Yeah, know? there's definitely uh, – he's the only one. Him and Snell, because this scraps at this point. Everyone's rostered, all these running backs probably at this point. So, yeah, you got you to gotta get somebody. Especially – oh, also uh, Raheem Moore said, you know, some intrigue if Matt is going to be uh, out for an extended period of time. But it seems like he might be coming back, so we'll see.
0: Um, another guy that's interesting to me, just you know, the matchups are this week. I mean, we'll cover the matchup show on on Saturday, obviously. But um, Jalen Rashard, uh, he looked pretty good. You know, the Oakland Raiders running back looked mm-hmm. pretty good against the Jets on Sunday, um, and obviously in a game that's high scoring, uh, you could imagine that maybe uh, if they do get if the if Oakland does have to come back, maybe Jalen Rashard, somebody that's intriguing, did score uh, eight points and a half point PPR. So that's half, that's, that's decent. Most of it was done off reception. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely the, the game script for him too.
0: Yeah. Uh, any other, any other running backs we're looking to pick up off the waiver wire?
1: Uh, nah, that's about it. Yeah.
0: I think one name I'm going to mention here, just, and this is a handcuffed situation. If you are the Kenyan Drake owner, go get chase Edmonds. Um, You could drop David Johnson and do it, too. That's the best part about it. Oh, Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Chase Edmonds returned to practice today. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury said he'll go on Sunday. Uh, I mean, you could very well have a situation. Not saying this is going to happen because obviously Kenny Drake's been great. But, obviously, we know how great Chase Edmonds was before he got out. So, um, you could get a situation where Chase Edmonds – Gets his job back, maybe potentially within the range of outcomes, but you know there are you know just go pick them up, go pick them up if you can.
1: Yeah, and that just you know goes for just in general all the handcuffs. Uh, just a reminder, yeah, get get those handcuffs for your the, the top running backs out there, the Latavius Murray's of the world, the the you know uh, you know Reggie Bonifons of the world, Reggie Bonifons, oh, yeah, all those guys, Alexander um, Madison, yeah yeah, uh, Ra- Wayne Goldman, Raquel Armstead. Get the, yeah. yeah, Raquel Armstead
0: definitely yeah. got to go get Raquel Armstead. Yeah, man. please
1: um, go get Raquel Armstead. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. What about the wide receiver position? Anybody that we're we're looking to pick up this week, uh, lo- whether just through this playoff run or
1: uh, so you know, for y- matchups going this week? Yeah, for just um, mo- the one I'm most confident, in, you know, Cole Beasley. Um, this man, you know, is twenty nine percent owned in Yahoo leagues. Uh, but yeah, he in general he found the end zone again. Uh, he, he's definitely been a part of this offense very solid got nine targets so that's a really good number uh mm-hmm. he, so he's he's got he's got,
0: a, he's, got a, he's got a revenge game coming up on Thursday a
1: word against Dallas that's right oh man okay i like that especially with the, the bills and, and tough tough matchups like he still comes through and gives you a safe floor uh, and gives you safe flex play so that's that's good for him so i would i would add him i think he's a good uh if you're still looking for receivers. And then the other guys, more like uh, the deep league ads, but uh, A.J. Brown, we talked about him earlier. Um, he could be a guy in a very positive you know, offense looking right now with Ryan Tannehill uh, looking like he's taking that number one receiver in this offense, so that's good if you need some receiver help. Uh, Russell Gage as well. Uh, I like him, um, you know, just in general. I like Russell Gage too. Yeah, 7% owned, so he's definitely out there. Got 10 targets though, um, you know, Played the best receiver out of all of them. You know, Calvin really got the touchdown, but you know, Russell Gage was pretty consistent throughout. Uh, and then lastly, um, you know, Nikhil Harry, a little deep league ad, uh, did get a touchdown. I like that one. Yeah, he, he did score a touchdown. Um, in against Dallas, um, got four targets, so he's definitely you know they want to get him involved. They want to. Mohamed Sanu was out. Uh, they banged up at receiver right now. Philip Dorsett was hurt as well, so. They got Houston next week, so maybe he can be used a little more.
0: Yeah, and Jacoby Myers was also heavily involved as well. I think he had six catches on nine targets. Yep, yep. Something to that effect. So, you know, like you just said, they got this matchup coming up against Houston. Uh, I think they would have to score points, and we know how bad the Houston secondary is. Um, So that's something. Oh, man, we didn't even talk about james
1: white when we brought up the jags right? oh man it's just it's just because it doesn't feel right just you know it doesn't feel right nah it doesn't
0: Jag,
1: right? yeah it's crazy it's all it's all good man nah, james white <sighs> yeah, he's gonna come to back learn, right? yeah that's it. we just gotta move on yep i'm just
0: trashing that one never happened james yeah
1: <laughs> everyone gets watched <one. laughs>
0: um but yeah nah so yeah i mean any other receivers
1: uh yeah nah that's that's i think that's really about it um those yeah, those deeply guys, uh yeah, the the receiver oh, position is so up and down.
0: Line. Uh, Darius Slayton.
1: Oh yes, that's right. Golden Tate, uh hurt, um so yeah, he's definitely gonna be in in the mix again.
0: Yeah, they got a matchup coming up against Green Bay, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I do like uh, yeah, I, I like I like uh, Darius Slayton here. Yeah. <clears throat> um. All right, man. That, yeah, that's, I think I think that's it, brother.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, Donnie yeah, that's that's about it. If y'all, oh, tight ends, if Jack Doyle, yeah oh, Eric yeah. Ebron. Jack Doyle, yes. Eric Ebron on IR, so place on IR today, so yeah, both go get him. With Eric he's, Ebron. Uh, yeah, 33% on, so, uh, get Jack Doyle. And Ryan Griffin oh, just as well. I was that Eric
0: Ebron bro- has to get surgery on both of his ankles. Oh, wow, that's tough. Yeah, so that's why he's on IR, so, yeah. that sucks. But Jack Doyle, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely get him,
1: yeah. That's it.
0: Um, and oh yeah, and Kyle Rudolph too, because he's coming off by. Oh, they are coming so by. Available. People might have
1: slept on him. That's right. Yeah, off of by. Touchdown machine right now. All
0: right, cool. So yeah, that's it. So Word. um, any any other anything else that we got, Greg? Nah,
1: man, I'm looking forward to getting ready to see Lamar. New era. I uh, oh, yeah, got I'm the set. shades on. About to be so wavy on these people. So it's, it's over. Lamar time.
0: And he got Mark Ingram by his oh, side. Oh yeah, boo boo! You already know, hype man. Boop, yep, yep. Team Tron. <laughs>
1: I miss him and Kamara <laughs> in post game, but this is just as good.
0: Oh, this is like ten times better, bro. This is, I love it. I just we just need Kamara to be a Raven next year.
1: That's it. Oh, don't say that. Oh
0: man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd
1: be so crazy, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love it. All right, man. So guys, as always, uh, thanks for listening. Remember. Be on the lookout. We'll be on the feed on Wednesday, not Thursday. Wednesday, we'll cover all three of the Thursday, of the Thanksgiving Thursday matchups. And hopefully uh, you guys win some Thursday, uh, see your Thursday matchups. And hopefully you guys also make some cash. Cause uh, if you play DFS, there's Thursday FanDuel or Thanksgiving FanDuel. That's one of my favorites. Um, it's three game slate. It's like a nice weekend all wrapped in one day. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. There you go. Um, yeah, but as always, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, thank you for taking the time. Please, if you could leave us a rate and a review, that'd be great. Subscribe to us on on uh, Apple iTunes. Subscribe on on uh, or follow us on uh, Spotify, and continue listening to us on Google and and Stitcher. Uh, as always, thanks for listening, and we are
1: out. Yeah. <laughs>